stuff to say about that. I think the people are way too critical of the bullpen and not spending enough time bitching about how shitty they are at fucking getting offense. Like they're trash, man. They're just trash at the, scoring runs. The last few, the, I mean, last two games they played against two really good pitchers. So you can't be mad at that. What I'm saying is manage a baseball game better. You have Amir Garrett, fucking put him in the goddamn game. Instead of letting the same three guys that he's been putting in all season ruin leads or ruin tied ball games. That's what he's been doing. Yeah, but you can't expect the bullpen to go shut out seven, eighth, ninth every night. I'm not and I'm not arguing that they're they're performing poorly. They are performing poorly, but they're also not getting runs. I think the Reds have scored four runs or less in a majority of their games thus far in modern day baseball that's not going to fly it is with our starting pitching staff even with our starting pitching staff it's not going to fly well i think R- richard and i were talking about this the amir other garrett day. hasn't pitched in five days and you don't put him in last night in a critical situation that's basically what i'm talking about instead but you put it like put in a guy who has the experience for it as far as offense is concerned, we were talking about it the other day, Richard, and it was kind of fantasy based how we were talking about it. But you were saying a lot of stars really aren't hitting right now, and I think that's pretty true. Like, look, I mean, I didn't think too much about it when you said it, but like looking at it more and more, there are a lot of guys that are struggling, and with the Reds in particular, it's Suarez, like he's dead smack in the middle of our lineup and he really hasn't put up one homer like two rbis my fantasy team can assess uh attest to stars not hitting fucking cody bellinger is hitting 184 glaber torres is hitting 179 trey turner is hitting 233 like that ain't gonna cut it boys it just ain't gonna cut it i'm gonna be yelich is batting under 100 He's three for 34. They sat him tonight. I'm hoping that helps. It's okay, guys. At least you aren't starting four Astros in your lineup every night. Well, you say that like it's a bad thing. I know, but everybody hates the Astros right now. So, Well, most most sports decisions you make, we all hate. So, Well, I mean, because going against the grain is sometimes like just because you want to hate like the Patriots, like I pick the Patriots in our fantasy football playoff league every year because everybody wants to hate on them. At the, but, end, at, I mean, at the same they time, go to the Super Bowl every time pick picking good baseball players isn't really going against the grain. I guess what you're saying is you're going against the team that everybody's mad at right now. Sure. But and also with this type of season, I think having four starters on the same team is not necessarily a good call in case they come across the Marlin situation. Yeah, they're going to end up having teams that have played like 25 games at the end of this season. They're going to do it Whatever, off of like Marlins win percentage playing, or something like that. The Marlins are playing seven inning double headers every day for the rest of the season. You so. talk about going against the grain. You should have drafted seven Marlins. Been a real champion, Nick. I would have been doing fine because they're actually winning baseball games. Yeah, I don't know how they won the other night with the lineup they had. Their first game back, 
I, I love it was against the Orioles, Sam. Yeah, oh, they're playing it? the Orioles, the other bad team in baseball. Yeah, they beat the Orioles again today. Oh my god. But and then then this is also contrary to your point about scoring some runs. The Marlins won with four runs the other day. They won with one run today. So like lock down that pitching. You can still win some baseball games. I mean, I'm not saying you can't win. I'm just saying you're not going to be a consistent contender if you're only putting up three or four runs a game. Not in modern day baseball. Sure. You're probably not going to go very far in the playoffs, but you can win more games than they should. The, the Reds should have a better record, I think, is what Richard really wants to say. Well, in, in touching on what I said a few episodes ago with sports coming back, uh, Sam, I asked you uh, with hockey if you thought that them coming back off four months, abbreviated practices prior to playing, would sh- would things be sloppy? And I think we're seeing that in baseball. A lot of batter, like the average game uh, right now, it, there's 18 strikeouts a game. The batters aren't; ju- they're just not in sync yet. I, they're still spring training right now in my mind. Yeah, and it and I don't think like it's been weird. I think some some people or teams have come out of the gate strong and some are still sloppy. So like the difference between the two is pretty wild. Like in the NHL, you've seen teams that have just got blown off the ice game after game, um, and other teams that picked up right where they left off. So um I, I think that hopefully it'll stabilize for the Reds. Um, I mean, if you look at it, they're still in a pretty good spot. Um, even with kind of the bad bounces they've had thus far, they probably should be a little bit better than their record indicates, but they're still sitting in second. Um, obviously the Cardinals have a lot of games to play, but I mean, Milwaukee's not looking great. They're three and five Pittsburgh's abysmal. They're two and nine. Um, so, you know, with the expanded playoffs, all you need to do is make it into the playoffs, and I'm still hopeful that the Reds will do that. I I, I love looking at the standings, though, and the Marlins are in first place in the East at 4-1. and one. They're th- Yeah, 4-1. <laughs> and one. Every other team's played like 10 yeah, games. Yeah, or 12 games. So, so you said that, that across the league, uh, the average is 18 strikeouts. Per, per game. game. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Well, it's and like, what is it what what is it usually? I don't know the exact number, but I know that's way up. Yeah, because normal. just just coming from, you know, not really a massive baseball fan, I know that 11 strikeouts give me gives me free pizza at the Reds game, and that doesn't happen often. Well, it's happening more and more. I mean, the trend in general has been more strikeouts. Kind of Players have found more value in swinging for the fences and striking out more often, but getting uh, extra base hits and home runs. Uh, But yeah, 18 is like off the charts. I also feel like at the same time, um, pitchers are really focusing on actually trying to strike people out instead of I think before, like, there's a lot of guys that's like, eh, I'm just going to try to induce weak contact. Like, throw a change up inside at the knees, even if he hits it, it's a grounder kind of thing. But now you're seeing guys like uh, Dustin May, Sam's favorite player, 
the redheaded flamethrower for the Dodgers. He makes threw a lot hit. of sense. I, I, makes a like, lot I don't sense. even know who Dustin May is, dude. No, yeah, I, you yeah, do. you do. <laughs> look, look in the mirror. <laughs> wow. But he, he threw a pitch, I think it was yesterday, that was 99 miles an hour, and it moved 18 inches. That's pretty nasty. Dang. So, and that wasn't 18, obviously it was 18 inches horizontally. So it started in the middle of the plate and it cut in like probably 10 inches off the plate, like right in to the guy's legs pretty much. And he just swung at it terribly. I mean, keep a weather eye. Do you guys find it like more boring? Because the old school baseball commentators bitch and moan about like how it's hurting the game that this is like the trend of it's either strikeouts or homers. There's not a lot of uh, kind of small ball going on. Ball. Yeah. Not a I lot of Pete Rosen going on. I think it's more exciting for, for younger fans. Um, you obviously have your, your old school haters right now that uh, get pissed off when everybody's swinging for the fences. But uh, so I just looked up the stat to so the top four teams over the last five years their average strikeouts per game, just for their team, the Cleveland Indians were the highest with 7.4. So if you take them twice, that's 14.8 strikeouts Quick per math. Game from the best team over the last five years. Um, so on average right now, it's up four strikeouts a game. Wow. That, that's the, what year was that? This says... Average over the past five years. Okay, average over the past five years. Yeah. I was going to say, if you did individual seasons, I wonder what like last year's Astros were at because they had two guys with over 300 Ks in their starting rotation. So they're not they were the top probably... four, though, over the last five years. Yeah. But four years ago, they didn't have Verlander or Cole on their team. So you're right. But which is what I'm trying to get at is that strikeouts are up a ton right now. And I just kind of attest that to batters, just not seeing the ball. Well, uh, not having spring training, just not ready to start the season. Dude, Richard, I want to compliment you on that quick math. Dick Durger would be proud of you right now. That's an elder high school education. Dockdale. Dick Dale Gale is a pole ale bale <laughs> that works in the shape. Ale, <laughs> uh, yeah. If Dave Thamari ever listens to this, he'll be proud of me. Dude, I guarantee you, Dave. Guys, listens. guys, five demerits. <sighs> yep, I've heard that one before. So, Richard, outside of the Reds, uh, what sports have you been watching this week? Mainly just hockey and not even a ton. I watched the – so the game that – I know we we, we talked about it in the Discord. Um, the game, the Blue Jackets, where they smoked the – the uh, Boston Bruins was that, that so just that, that a, was just a warm up game, whatever yeah. game. It was just was a like, little exhibition yeah, okay. game. scrimmage. Okay, they I, carried that that fire into um, Sunday's game against the Leafs, and they won that game, which was I thought they looked pretty impressive. I didn't really catch good. the uh-huh. the game they lost. They to lost the Leafs that fire. Yeah, they got <laughs> they yeah. lost that fire. I didn't watch it because it was it was at four o'clock, and I you know that's when I'm ending my work my work day and then i gotta drive home and i just didn't get a chance to watch it so i'm not sure if they look bad or if they just you know dumb 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 
game one, I mean, they're not creating a lot of offense, but they played a really tight defensive zone. Corpusalo played amazing. He was and sick. then yeah. yeah. And then they got that that they got that kind of lucky chance with Cam Atkinson. He took care of it. Yeah. They kind of played like a very park the bus and we're going to go on the counterattack and take our chances when we can take right. them. Uh, which is a good strategy because the Leafs are pretty potent offensively. I didn't think they but were then, ugly at doing it though, because sometimes when the team no. parks the bus, like, like you know, it's really obvious, and it's like, oh my god, this is miserable. But let's see what happens. They just played super disciplined, and they played as a team. Right. But it it wasn't an ugly game. Now game two, game two was pretty ugly. Um, they just couldn't get anything going offensively, and Corpusala carried them through. I think two periods of shutout hockey, but then uh, kind of a lucky, not a lucky tip in, but um, a tip in from Austin Matthews kind of broke the scoring. And then after that, it was just all downhill. They just couldn't, they couldn't counter punch uh, and get anything going offensively. So hopefully they can figure out, um, figure that out in game three. Toronto is a stacked roster, but they've definitely underperformed this year compared to the roster they have. So I'm hoping Columbus can take them out because Rangers ain't around anymore. They were in and out of this tournament in the blink of an eye. So are these best of three series? First yeah, they're best five. of five. Okay. So it's first. Of, the Rangers are already out. They've already lost three. Yeah. Yeah, they got swept. Uh, they played Saturday, Monday, and Tuesday. Oh, and the Rangers got swept. Yeah, we're, the so, Rangers we're, got we're swept. sorry for your loss. Yeah, thank you, dude. It's okay. Thank you me. still got the Yankees to cheer for. Yeah, yeah, big New York. Yeah, you the shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. Yank these nuts. Sam's just so <laughs> happy about all them Aaron Judge homers. Dude, he's a beast. He had another that one today. Somebody's stud of the week. Did he? He he's at seven right now through ten games. Nick, aren't you writing him to fantasy gold? I don't on have. Fantasy team? I don't have Judge. He only you, drafted you Astros. Duh. Yeah. I have Stanton. No, I, I have Richard Stanton. has Stanton. I wanted to draft Stanton. Stanton he hit a homer in the first late. game and made me think, "Wow, he's really going to do some shit this year." And then he hasn't hit one since. Yeah, I still love him. He's he kind of a guy, base. though. He's down twenty pounds. He stole a base yesterday. What's up? Um, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm happy to see when baseball players lose their fat. I think oh, if yeah. if you go back and listen to me talk about my team after the draft, I said I'm not gonna have any steals. I don't think I draft any guys that steal. I'm pretty sure I'm leading fantasy in steals right now, so I guess I'm retarded. Eric, I, I know you say you hate like how baseball players just look like Bat. chubby dudes that hang out on couches, but the guy I was just talking about, he lost 20 pounds. You can look him up. It, it's Giancarlo Stanton. That dude is a fucking athlete. He's a monster. Well, he's, that's, uh, he's fucking like jacked. Vado, like when Votto came back that one season, and he was never, I don't think, fat, but like clearly one season he came back and he was just, he looked so much more fit. And, um, I don't know. I have more respect when I see an athlete look the role, and I don't know why baseball is any different. 
Dude, Baseball's one of those that. sports where you could sit at a certain position and just crack dingers and walk around the bags. No, I was gonna funny. Say that. And then eat cookies between at bats. Yeah, but that's not really the MLB though, for the most part. I know you guys were just saying oh. that a lot of these guys are swinging for the fences lately, but yeah. I, 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 if you're out of shape and you can't run to base to base as fast as you should be able to, that's got to be a handicap. I mean, that's got to be a problem. Babe Ruth hit like top seven homers Nick, Nick, in baseball. T- t- Nick, talk to Richard <laughs> about fucking Babe Ruth, dude. Babe Ruth is the fucking worst baseball player <laughs> fucking ever. <laughs> oh, shit. Play, it's not a- play Babe Ruth in the 90s or the 2000s. He's basically a bad Adam Dunn. <laughs> Jesus oh my Christ. God. <laughs> I think I, I found I, kind of the title of this episode. I stand behind that. Bring me any professional baseball studier. I stand behind bad Adam Dunn. I'm with Nick. Like, like we, we would both get scorned by like old school baseball fans. But back in those days, like starting pitchers had second jobs. And they were drinking before the game. Like stats are so crazy back then. They might as well been throwing them lob balls and Babe Ruth's fucking pointing with a stogie in his mouth and just cracking dingers. Yeah. Having somebody else walk the bases for him. (laughs) So, so we're talking about Babe Ruth versus modern day pitchers. And in this, no, 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 no. We're talking about Babe Ruth versus, uh, a bad Adam Dunn. I think we should keep going on that. He is a bad Adam. No, now, if Pedro God. Martinez or Randy Johnson's pitching to Babe Ruth, he's not touching the ball. Well, hold on. Are we talking about like, hey, we traveled back in time, fucking back to the future style. We fucking put Babe Ruth in the DeLorean and we're just bringing him back. No training, no nothing. Well, hold on, hold on. Who's, all, wait, back, back, going who's the... all going? Who's Sam. all going to the past? Though? Wait, Babe is Ruth just, had is... training. Sam, Sam, hold on. Who's going, a... who's going back to the future? Is it just one person or two people that get and Babe Marty? Ruth? Duh. Where's he going to fit? Dude, the DeLorean's a two seater. He dude, just sits on the flux capacitor, and he enjoys that vibration the whole way through. <laughs> or I mean, you leave Richard Good in the vibrate. 1920s for a little bit. Go get Babe. Bring Babe back, and then go get Richard, and then bring Richard you find, back. You, you find Richard drinking a milkshake <laughs> with like one of those swirly straws, and he's got like a little curl in his hair that's like green. Dude, he's, he's got black. He's got cigarettes like rolled up in his short sleeve. Yeah, yeah, he's a rebel. Yeah. He's not a clean kid. Yeah. I pitch a couple baseball games because, based off what I just said, I feel like I could pitch in the in the majors back then. And now he's a legend. Yeah, he calls it stickball. <laughs> he makes twenty he bucks back a week. His... <laughs> stickball. I get the nickname of Tricky Ricky because of my 44 mile an hour curveball. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> my number Tricky would be 69, Ricky. dude. Tricky Ricky. Do you think Babe Ruth wishes his number was 69? Do you think 69 was a thing back in the 1920s? When did 69 like become a thing? Like, would they well, even know? Urban Dictionary. It. Dicks have been inside dicks at the same time since the beginning of time. And that's the only oh. kind of 69 in. <laughs> <laughs> that's called docking, Eric. What in the fuck Not are you talking about? <laughs> Mom, don't listen to this episode. 
too late. It's too late. Oh my god. Dude, Nick, we need that listen. <laughs> oh Dude, all these listens matter. She just oh. has to start it, then she can turn it off. Nick's mom, um, Urban Dictionary docking. Did Richard just walk away? No, but can I get a beer and feed my cat in like 10 seconds? Wow. Yeah. Thanks, y'all. You're on the clock. Sam, what do you think Babe Ruth would do? I mean, I, I partially agree that if you're plucking him out of space and time as Babe Ruth in the 30s or whatever the hell he played and bringing him to today, he'd get smoked. But okay. if you are talking about the talent Babe Ruth has, but with modern day training, I think he's probably a stud. Yeah, but That's a good argument. Where... We're assuming Eric's current argument of baseball players now, even now, don't look like athletes, which isn't entirely true. Not all of them. I'm just there's a handful of players on each team that I'm like, fucking train that guy. What I'm saying is, I think if you pluck Babe Ruth out of the pass and put him versus modern pitching, his ego, does he, he still remembers the past, right? He still remembers how good he was. Probably. (laughs) This is getting fucked up. Okay. So, if he thinks he's a badass, why is he training? Like, is he going 0 for 40 before he actually gets in the weight room and stops smoking before games or drinking beers before games? Now, here's how it probably plays out He comes in all cocky and shit, stogie in his mouth. He's like, I got this. Gets put into his first major league game and just gets smoked. And then you've got probably like a 15, 20 minute training montage of him recognizing that like he needs to get in shape. He wants to, you know, best this competition, little Rocky montage. And then then he comes in in the pennant game. And fucking just blasts three dingers. Home, uh, fucking. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's how this movie's gonna go. Wait, so. Yeah. Three dingers. He enters the future or the present, basically Adam Dunn, or worse, Adam Dunn. And then at the end of the movie, he's Mike Trout. Babe is fucking, that what you're no, saying? Babe, no, he's Babe Ruth, is what yeah, Sam's dude. saying. No Mike Trout. Dude, after he cracks those uh, three dingers, dingers. the the next day, he goes and puts his cameo in for the Sandlot. Correct. That makes a lot of sense. Because how did the... I mean, yeah. How was he in that movie? That wimpy deer? That wimpy deer? (laughs) You play ball like a girl. At this point of the episode, Nick's mom is looking up from her phone. Like, that's what docking is? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was a wild tangent on Babe Ruth, and there was docking in the middle. Things are getting wild. Babe Ruth would have some things to say about docking. Yeah, well, he, he invented it. He's fucking dead, so move on. So, Nick, what, what did you uh, watch this week? Um... The only sports Porn. I watch I'm, I'm, aren't really sports. Um, 
<laughs> what does that mean? I'm kind of too embarrassed. They're esports, Sam. Esports. What? Shit. Nick, we, and, we and didn't not, know. A tween. And not even legitimate video games. I'm talking yeah. about like phone game esports. Jesus what Christ. are you talking about? See, Richard already JC'd me. I can't talk about it. No, you have to. Dude, Nick's an absolute hillbilly. Dude, last week you dropped the information about your Uncle Sam, and now you're talking about (laughs) esports for mobile games? I don't even have an Uncle Sam. Nick's mom can attest to that. Yeah, you don't have to talk about it in the air, Nick. It's fine. But what about these? uh, Is it for mobile games? Is that what you watch? It it is a mobile-only game. Oh, my God. What game? It's called Clash Royale. Yeah, I'm judging you, man. Yeah, I'm judging judge, you. Judge me hard. Dude, he plays is that it, shit at golf. The, the average... I don't play it at golf. When, I feel like you have played it, like, before I, I mean, we teed maybe, off. Maybe before we've teed off, I've, like, brought open my game. My cat's trying to get under my door right now. Maybe you should have been spending that time putting. And that's a strategy-based Richard, game, right? you saw me on the putting green. I made all my two putts. I made all my four footers on the putting green. We get to the actual course. I miss every single one of them. And there was a lot of them. Yeah. Right after he got done capturing all which, of the, uh, the villages and which, which leads to this little, little bit. We can get back to Nick and his weird video game fetish. Yeah, we need this. to, yeah. but, um, uh, Nick, uh, smoked a drive on seven, ended up getting a uh, long drive on that hole. Stuck his next shot about, You'd say four feet. Four feet sounds about right. Four feet sounds about right. Had himself an eagle putt, if you know what I'm saying. It would have been his 27th. Would have been if he hadn't fucking missed it. And when I watched <laughs> him miss this four-foot eagle putt, it made me question all 26 of his other eagle putts. You've seen some of them. Yeah. That, um, remember when I said I probably have five? I, I truly think that you probably have that's wow. a pretty big gap. <laughs> now he's Nick, now he's underselling me. Nick, Nick, uh, now is your time to uh, you know to respond. I mean, I know it's more than five, but probably like six point nine. Isn't the 6. eagle 9. pretty rare? Sounds like, about wouldn't right. you like know? It is rare, how many especially for yeah, people exactly. like us. Yeah, for for half-ass golfers like me and Richard. I mean, I don't. I played golf for twenty years. I don't remember every single hole. I, I, ever I would remember every I feel like single people eagle. Like me and if I Nick, played golf for twenty years. I feel like me and, and Nick. I only had twenty. Me and Nick are people that like keep track of shit like that. Okay, now would it be an eagle? Have you ever? Would you consider an eagle playing from the women's box or the women's tee? Tee box from the women's tees. I'm just saying that'd be the only time that I could like understand that that Nick would. Eagle's the, an eagle, dude. I don't care what T box. Because you're, you're saying from. I would have more chances to make par fours in one shot, right? That's what you're saying. So I'd be putting for more eagles or more par fives in two shots. That's yeah, what. Sure. I mean, actually, Richard can attest to this. We used to play from further back than when we play now. We already we already moved up from to the old man tees or what for people sure. call the old man tees. Um, that's that's just how our golf league rolls, though. We play from the tee boxes they tell us to play from. Is hole one sure, a firm bank a par four? Yeah. I've, so that would be a, a one. I've eagled eagle. it. 
It's right. Nick's. Yeah, but the way you eagled it was wild, Nick, because you fucking chipped in from. I'm pretty sure I've eagled it putting sixty too. yards. I don't know. I maybe I my, I can tell you my first eagle, Nick or Sam talking about remembering all of them. I did it on eight at Fernbank, and I drove the green, and that's just as long as one at at uh, at Fernbank. So I eagled it, eight too. Both those holes are doable. Yeah. Um, I remember my first eagle. It was at Newman. It was the fifth hole on the red course. So that that's the five, right, Richard? One, two. Maybe the sixth. The sixth it's hole. Six. This is yeah. the sixth hole. Sixth hole. The six point ninth hole. Yep. Eagle that bad boy. And that's doable too, because it's not long. Hey, um, what about your Clash of the Titans game, Nick? Seriously, Clash can we get back Royale. to that? Clash of the right. Titans. Clash Royale. <laughs> 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 so okay. you watch other people play like in like a tournament is that what they do or they they oh uh, there's tons. well first off it's a strategy based game right like one of those like where yeah. it looks down on the and you know you move like you're N- well you're... you have basically what's called like a deck but it's only eight cards and you only get four in your hand at a time and then you have a bar that counts elixir mm, and elixir. every card costs a certain amount of elixir so you can only elixir put a i just met card. her wow <laughs> <laughs> you can only put a certain amount of c- cards on the field at a time and then your opponent basically plays and the point is to take the opponent's towers or destroy your opponent's towers. tower i just met her <laughs> <laughs> her own <laughs> I can't do but, that. Right um, Nick, that game sounds real dumb. And you well, watch other people play it? I mean, you're into what you're into. No, I'm not mad at you. It's not far off of like people watching other people play Call of Duty. I mean, Richard, like Richard no, plays I don't Tap Sports it. Baseball. Why can't I yeah, play but that? Tap but Sports I don't, is more I don't, like interactive I don't watch, and quicker. I don't it's watch quicker. people play Tap Sports. That's also How's a good it? point. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's fair, and, but... And, and uh, tap sports would appeal to me because it's a lot less... You don't have to think about it as much. Whereas the game that you're talking about seems like you need to have some time. and Especially oh, if you're watching someone I, else play it. I put a lot of time into it. I've watched just, a lot of it, too. Let me just but put the re- out there. I don't even want to see myself play tap sports. I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> Dude, tap sports is tough. The reason... You get some of those curveballs. How much does Sam play tap sports? Oh, none Richard. anymore. I think he gave up, dude. Yeah. Fucking embarrassing. I'm hey, still Richard, playing. I just hit gold. And Sam, how many times have you used those golf clubs I got you two weeks ago? Dude, do you know how much time I've spent Talk just swinging outs. them in my backyard? I, I got to work on my form, baby. None? I got to work on my form. It's been like a couple decades since I golfed. Have I'm you have out. you watched we, any we, videos we, on like good golf swings? Yeah, we or you just, are you just teaching yourself bad habits? No, dude. Are we going golf on Saturday party? I, yeah. I got training from the finest at Miami Whitewater Golf Course when I was 12 years old. And I still remember that you remember that every bit of oh, it? Oh, yeah, dude. You're so dumb. Yeah, dude. Did you get an eagle? Hold on. Who was this guy? Who, who, or what, who was this person? I don't remember. I just remember I went to a training camp <laughs> the, for like six finest. weeks. Tommy Mira. Yeah, dude. 
the golf the Miami Whitewater Golf Pro, of course. Dude, he was out there teaching me yeah. how to swing. I was a beast. Every course you almost got approach. raped. He's not wrong. No, you almost got fucking raped. Yeah, you don't was, know this he person. He was teaching you how to swing, Sam. Here, grab this stick. Both ways. This is what you do with the Dude, wood. Let me take you up to Delhi Par Three. I'll whoop your ass. It's closed <laughs> down. <laughs> yeah. <it's gone. laughs> So is du- so is done. <laughs> well, dude, let me find a part three, and I'm gonna whip that ass. Fernbank, you know Fernbank has five of those. Fernbank's pretty. I need close. all part threes. I some of them oh, are can, really we, hard. We, we can take my golf cart. Get nervous about we can Robin's nest. Fernbank. Can we touch on that because Eric talked about it in the last episode, and yeah. I am so fucking jealous of it. Yeah, I haven't seen it, and I can't wait to see it. It's not that awesome, but That's it's okay. pretty awesome. That's okay. Golf cart's a golf cart. Is it electric? It or will is be it, awesome. There's it. Guess. Richard. Richard. <laughs> it's like your Ryobis. I got you it. you met Eric. Richard. <laughs> my bad. That's a dumb question. Actually, Richard. Eric, I used my neighbor's uh, Ryobi uh, I'm waiting for Eric to tell little me. Yes. leaf blower today. It was pretty nice. It's not bad. Not bad, is it? And that's probably their weakest product. Oh, I yeah. The Ryobi leaf on. blower. It was like the 18 volt what? one. Nick, they're I mean, all 18 volt, man. They make a, four, they make a 40 I think there's a, volt trimmer. There's like a hundred. I know, I actually dude, have the 40 volt. It sounds everything. like. I got up on, on some Ryobi tools. It sounds dude. like Nick needs to get educated by Alan Wrench on uh, what what's what in the tool world. He's go- Alan Wrench is going to have a finalized video by Hell this yeah. weekend. Should be Dick Trickle. Dick Trickle can't. Dick Trickle can't be a part of the group, Nick. Wink, I'll be wink, wink. I'll be your. I'll be your sidekick, Tommy Toolbag. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> All right. So legit. What, what let's talk about now. If if I'm going to continue to do this, if first off I'm going to send you guys the video. I need honest opinions because I'm not investing this much time into anything else ever again, unless it is decent enough. And going forward, if I do continue to do it, I'm going to need assistance because I'm not leaving my garage dressed as that guy. Wait, is this <laughs> without, is, without is this, somebody? Is this else all making the recording right yeah, now? Dude. This is important. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but Eric, can I be your like evil nemesis that only likes gasoline powered tools? Yes. That's, that's perfect. Badass. That is awesome. That is perfect. Gary gasoline. Ba- Oh, I was going to be Danny Diesel Fuck fuel. Yeah. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Danny Diesel. Oh, shit. Holy shit. Then, Sam, you can... Then you then you, you have to be... Uh, what was the name that you had? I'll Dick Trickle? Trickle? Gary Gasoline, dude. dude. And then, Richard, what was your Tommy Tool, tool Bag? I'm Tommy Tool Bag. Tommy, I got your back, homie. Tommy Tool Bag. I, I want to see Alan Wrench and Danny Diesel throw down in the ring. I think there needs to be some there. wrestling moves in this shit. I just feel like this ends with you both peeing in the pool. And then that, touching each that other. That happens all the time. I don't know about the touching <laughs> each other. Eric has kids and stuff, but for the, um, for those listening, which is Jeremy, and you were already there, <laughs> and, and my mom, don't listen. We don't pee in the pool. Hey, hey, next mom. Um, tell me if this makes any sense. So, all my, you know, normally we start pool parties at my house around what, like four o'clock. That's about when everyone gets there. Four seven. Um, we crush beers, drinking everything. Um. All night long. Um, oh, Richard never leaves until like 1 a.m. I, really I don't, don't think 
I don't think Richard's ever seen the inside of my bathroom. Neither has anyone else. Where do you think people are peeing? Right in that pool. All that the way up in that pool. Hey, I watched an entire movie in your pool, and I'm I drank at least two beers in your pool, and I never once got out. It is what it is. Either you pay for a heater, or your friends pee in your pool, and your pool's warm because of that. Dude, so shit. Don't yeah, it might be a that. little chilly this weekend, but we'll warm. That's supposed up. to be eighty-seven. Yeah, but the pool's kind. It's. It, I was just in it yesterday. It's not bad. It is a lot. It's a bit cooler than that it has been. Great to me. It was warm. The water. Yeah, I also agree. That's it's supposed to be key. hot this Saturday. Sam, what, so is, what time are you? What, what, what time is are you going leaving? on right now? You leaving yeah, at seven thirty? I'm flying solo this weekend. I'll be leaving late. <laughs> Trust me, it's going to be a lot less fun. We're going to have a good time. But should I bring my uh, pressure? (laughs) (laughs) Should I bring my pressure washer? Do a little pressure washer, bitch? Oh, man. I mean, you. Dude, it's so much fun. Can I bring a gas powered pressure washer? Oh, you could pressure wash each other. Pressure washer? Cross streams, dude. That's terrible. That would be hilarious. When it when it comes to pressure washers, um, Danny Nick, what's your guy's name? Danny, Danny Diesel's gonna Diesel. fuck Alan Ranch up. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Ranch doesn't stand a chance in this uh in this modern day technology. Maybe in a few years, I'll have a. To be fair, it's not a very good gasoline powered PSI you got. pressure washer, but I don't know. Can 69. I can I can I confess something? My only gas-powered tool, I guess you'd call it, is my pressure washer. I think it's like 3,200 PSI. Damn. Dang. Costco. Got it on sale. Yeah, you could you could cut a digit off with that bad boy. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's, it's crazy. But it you works guys, very you guys well. Would, you guys want to oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sure. I guess we could, but Jesus in Christ. one of the busiest sports weekends of the year... We had Richard just watching baseball and Nick watching. What are you e-sports. talking about? So I don't know if he talked about hockey I... too. Sam, uh, yeah, he talked we've historically about said that yeah, none of us give a crap about the NBA. And that was on. That was definitely I mean, on yeah. the forefront. I'm fine with LeBron that. Jones. But there was so much hockey and baseball, and we had the FA Cup. I Nick, did, I'm surprised. I did, did watch uh... the FA Cup. I did watch all of the FA Cup. I actually Th- thought. Thank God I picked your team, Sam. You fucking dickhead. I'm glad. Hey, you're still not Dude. the boner of the week. I am the boner Woo! of the week again. Cats out of the bag, bitches. Um, double boner. We went. We went to the tiebreaker this week, though. I know. Somebody Come gets on. right, and Come somebody on, goes Blue wrong. Come on, You couldn't have scored <laughs> so, one goal Sa- for me, Sam. What was the, what was the tiebreaker? What will we narrow it down to? Since uh didn't have it on last week's episode nor did, nor did so i put anything ti- on twitter <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah the tiebreaker was the number of goals in the game two blue jackets first toronto which i think richard hit right on, on the head the at three goals. Head. money wow i got the pick after nick so that was nice oh i'm not trying to jump the gun but yeah. do you have another dick pick Act- dick picks lined up Actually, Richard, I feel like oh, that's a I got I got a great dick pick this yeah. week. I just I don't know. Yeah, picking seconds. No, you, he picked four, and from 
from the the uh, the battle I saw between the two um, goalkeepers, I was like, I feel like it could be less. So I went with three. And then if it was anything less than three, I still won. Yeah. Well, I thought we were playing That's Price true. is Right rules where we would have both been boners if we were over. Price is wrong. Yeah, but if it was under, yeah, I beat you, have. right? No, Makes we're sense. playing Price is Right rules. We both lose. If it's under? Yeah, dude. No, if you're both no, over. No, I was saying if it was one goal or two goals, I win. Yeah, no. I, I we bid both lower. lose because you're still no, you over. Don't. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Price are, price yeah. I should right probably stop drinking. <laughs> no, no, shouldn't keep, keep drinking. <laughs> don't worry, I will. No, but so I can't believe we well, capture all my terrible Cup moments quickly. on fucking tape. I hate my life. I know two episodes was miserable when you weren't drinking. It was fucking so embarrassing. Don't worry. When I started playing Call yeah, of Duty dude. today, I was like, "This is." I cracked the first one. I was like, "This is for the podcast." Is that why you were late? Because you were playing Call of Duty partially. The other part was I, I mean, tried to but, do this shit from my my desktop computer, which is a, a dinosaur, and it just I'm so anxious. <laughs> I'm so anxious. What do you mean? I mean, I know you're not good at Call of Duty, so I don't know why it took so Sam, long. Sam, you're the dumbest person. <laughs> the last person that could ever say that got him. is you got Sam. Him. You got, got him. him. You got, I got him. him. You got him. I got him. He ain't good. Wow. He's not good. You guys pre-planned this because you're a bunch of fucking hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, what are you talking our, about, Richard? We were like, for, will... for our one our one listener, he's going to love this. Yeah. No, fuck Jeremy, too. He's uh, a cocksucking motherfucker. Was he yelling at Jeremy's you? Jeremy's hot. Yeah, he cut all his he's hair off, dude. Hair. What? He shaved oh, it all off. He shaved it. Everything. Yeah, but he's at least it. we know Jeremy can swim now. He didn't shave it all off. All right, good. I can't, oh I can't hold that. <sighs> Rob can't swim. He lets his stylist take care of his hair, though. His stylist. Shut the fuck up. He does he does have somebody cut his hair. He pays a lot. I mean a lot for someone to just shave the sides off. Doesn't everyone have someone that cuts their hair though? Yeah, my stylist Sometimes works at Great Clips. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's Pretty. me. <laughs> it's my uh, yeah, I cut my own hair. The little bit I have in the morning, every morning. I just do it two all over. Hair. So Skullshave.com. So, Nick, let's talk about the FA Cup. So, you said you watched the FA Cup? I did. I watched all of it. <sighs> Sam, you willingly want to talk about this? I do. I do. I Sometimes want to hear you got perspective su- on suffer. the game. Um, Chelsea looked definitely brighter early, obviously. Um, Pulisic looked phenomenal, especially on his yeah. goal. Rest Chelsea looked so good in that moment. I was like, this is going to be a nightmare. Yep. And then Arsenal got a little more organized. I'm not sure if I I guess I felt like the penalty was fair, but maybe a little soft. Yeah, I'm trying to remember now. I, I think the penalty no, the penalty was fair. I think it was the second goal. Maybe was the second goal the one where um Christensen just got rocked. No, Christensen slid tackled him. They said he got the ball, but 
I mean, what was it? he kept running? The Arsenal player kept running. I thought that goal goal was completely fair, but Kovacic's Kov Kov I can't pronounce Kovacic. his name. Yeah, his second yellow was garbage. Yeah, that was terrible. He got stepped on and got a yellow for it. Um, so that definitely hurt them. I felt overall the ref gave more of the calls to Arsenal, especially big moment calls. Yeah. Um, did did the keeper grab the ball outside the box? Yes or no? I think he did. That's that's another one that I saw. Yeah, I saw a replay where. It showed him inside the box, but watching it live, I could have swore he was like three feet outside the box. Except it's not him. It's the ball. The ball. And it has no, to be yeah, all the way I, over the line. Right. It's really like a goal. hard to tell live. Right, right. But because he was backwards, wasn't he? Like he turned around and had the ball um, back towards no, him. No, yeah, did he? Did he? Yeah, I thought he, he, was, bre- he was outside of the box. So he oh, was he, outside he of the was box, definitely outside the box. But his arms were reaching in. back yep. with the ball. And I think that but the ref wasn't the ref behind him in the middle of the field, kind of? Yeah, I mean the ref wouldn't be able to really catch the, the ref ball. wouldn't have had the but the the call was made so quickly that the line judge obviously would have had to make it. But if it I can't remember, was it the far side line judge? So the line judge might not have even been able to see it either um yeah i'm looking at i'm looking at it now and what's hilarious is that the advertisement on the uh the running boards is uh advertising pokemon um but (laughs) the uh the ball it does show it inside the box but his whole body is outside the box yeah which again like you said i mean it's just like you know out of bounds goal the ball has to be completely over the line but watching it live, I was just like, oh, that motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. got away the with that. that. The thing that drives me nuts is like, why have VAR if you're not going to look at that kind of thing? And they, yeah, they didn't look at it either. And that was like when I, I sent that text and Nick told me to shut up because you weren't watching it live. Yeah, I, I watched it in the evening. But uh, yeah, I, I thought that the refereeing was pretty bad. That said, I don't think it made that much of a difference i think outside of the first third of the game arsenal looked more not necessarily the better team but they looked more deadly because they kept sending those balls over the top to um emma i can't pronounce his Obama name yang Obama yang jesus Obama yang and lacazette and uh pepe, pepe? um yeah. And and they're they're just they gave headaches to Chelsea's center backs, and and also losing uh, Asbilicueta and then losing particularly Pulisic. Losing Pulisic was like, all right, this game's over. Like I, I was, was going to ask so that. bummed. I was I so didn't, bummed. I didn't see it. What what happened then? He pulled his hammy right after halftime. So it it was it, terrible timing too because. He had the ball. It wasn't quite a breakaway, but he was about to get a really clean, deadly shot off. And probably two steps before he took a shot, you just see him scream and pull up. And he still gets a shot off, but you could tell it was non-contact and definitely a hamstring. 
and his day was over. And I mean, he's been lights out. They didn't play Will Willen. Will Willen was, I think, also not fit. He's the other kind of creative force for Chelsea. So without Pulisic or William out there, um, I mean, they still have Mount who does well. Giroud has done done well, but Giroud's not really all that creative, and Mount can only do so much on his own. So I kind of felt like regardless of the calls, it probably was going to be Arsenal's game at that point. Right. I, I guess I got two things. One, I'm, I'm seeing a different angle where, damn, that was close. I think the tip of the ball. It was really close. I'm looking at a different angle, <laughs> and it's like, whoa. I, it's almost hats off to the keeper if he knew what he was doing. Tar- I almost like he didn't, and he got lucky with it. But whatever, let that go. Um, I did see reports today, and I'm not sure how reliable it is, that Arsenal is um, – Offering, um, I didn't see the money amount either, but they're trying to get uh, Coutinho and William. Is that true, Nick? They're trying to. I I didn't hear about William. The last I saw about Coutinho is that for some reason Barcelona wants that douchey ass young Frenchie that Arsenal has in midfield, Gunduizi. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, they're almost talking, like, Coutinho's value somehow has fallen so far that they were only talking, like, Gunduizi in, like, $8 million, which is wow, terrible. Like, because he, I don't pay even... pay for him? A lot. What did Barcelona pay for him? Barcelona paid yeah. 120 million euros Jeez. for him, I think. And then Arsenal got Gunduizi for, like, $8 million, so. Yeah. Wow. That would be a huge get for Arsenal. I, I know William, it sounds like it's a pretty done deal um, from like um, what Chelsea fans are saying in terms of he's definitely not re-signing. He wants a three-year deal. Chelsea won't give players over 30 more than, I think, one or two years. So so is that a huge loss for you, Sam, as a Chelsea fan? Or No, hell no. Uh, so Chelsea needs a back line, and they need a keeper. but. They've got Timo Werner coming in. They've got uh, Hakim Zayich coming in. They've got Kai Havertz coming in. They're going to have so many Is attacking Havertz options. Official? It's not official, but from everything I read, it's pretty, pretty much close. a done deal. And that's the only place Havertz wants to go. He's set on going there. Um, they've already worked out the wages between him and Chelsea, they just need to get Leverkusen to, to sign off on the, the deal. So they don't have a spot for William. I, I will say I don't like that he's going to Arsenal because I think he's a good player and I think that could come back to bite Chelsea in some games. But at this point, it's it's not that big of a hit. Chelsea need to figure out their back line because it is shambolic. And... It, I mean, it, that should have been obvious in that Arsenal game, Nick, about just how poor they are defensively. Shambolic. To be, to be fair, like, it was really only a couple moments, and Obama Yang does that to a lot of teams. Yeah, but, I, I mean, Maitland-Niles was doing it. Like, 
pretty much anybody that got the ball was able to cause fits for Rudiger, Christensen, and Zuma. And I don't know what it is. Like but, so, sometimes some combination of them works well, but other times they just don't know who to pick up. I think part of that is because once Pulisic went out, Chelsea lost kind of their presence on the wings. Yeah. So Arsenal didn't have to worry about the forward threat as much. Yep. Because I feel like Pedro kind of even moved more central than Pulisic normally would have. Yeah. So Arsenal's wings were able to push up. Yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah. Attacking wise. And I mean, that basically gave them two wingers on each side because Arsenal plays the five, two, three. Yeah. And that's that's just a lot. I think it was just a lot for them to handle because I, Arsenal, I think, felt like they didn't have to have as much for defense once Pulisic went out. Yeah. Can we talk about how, what what um <clears throat> how can we talk about how nice it is to finally have a player like Pulisic? as an American soccer player who's actually living up to his potential rather than, I don't know, like your Freddie Adu's and even, even like your Clint Dempsey's who I won't say that about Clint Dempsey. I love Dempsey, but like it's finally, finally we have a United States player that is actually living up to the height and still performing in his early twenties. And doesn't seem like he's going to slow down anytime soon. Dude, early 20, he's 21 years old. Like it, it's incredible. I think what That's he's early. done in the Premier uh, yeah. this year. Sure. I wasn't wrong. I wasn't wrong. <laughs> yeah, Sam. Now you're pulling at me. You're you're nitpicking it. Minute, yeah, he was right. I definitely months. would have probably told you he was 23 if you would asked me. <laughs> I knew he was but, young. I just didn't. You know, time flies these days. Yeah, I, I mean, we're, we're gonna die next year. I think it's great for the. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think we need to see him perform with the U.S. national team, which. That's where I also wanted to go with that is it's also it's it's nice to see that, but it's it's also shitty that this is probably one of the worst USA teams that we've seen in since I've been interested in soccer. I'm, I don't think this team's exciting at all. I think they have, although uh, I feel like it could be. I don't know. I just feel like they keep getting it wrong with the selection. Yeah. Well, I I, I don't have a lot of faith in greg burhalter burhalter i don't think he's a very yeah, he's good very manager. average or below for sure when was the u.s men's last match like official match i feel like it's been a long time yeah last time i watched a game it, i don't remember it being positive even if they won like i just don't it's been a while since i saw the, the united states team and thought wow they've you know they're good enough to have I feel like they haven't haven't really solved the sh- striker problem. I feel like that's been a problem. I mean, I know I've given Altador a lot of shit over the years, but like he still scored in big moments. Yeah, his numbers aren't all and I feel like just like they've been trying to get Zardes into that position for years. Yeah. And he just never does it. Like he does a lot for the crew. Yeah. 
He's kind of like a Wando. Like, he's great in the MLS, but you have to realize that the MLS isn't international. It's not the international level. Quit doing that. I mean, I think what frustrates me about the U.S. national team right now is I I think talent-wise, they're a better collection of individuals, but we've yet to see them play up to their talent level. Whereas I think, like, you know, if you go back to World Cups from, like, a decade ago, when it's the Dempseys and the Jermaine Jones, they weren't the most talented guys, but they, they played to their level and they were able to get results. They didn't disappoint you given their talent level. Um, whereas I think right now the U.S. national team is a huge disappointment given the, the talent some of those younger players have. Here, I'll, I'll steer off a little bit. Do you guys have a player in mind that like, and this will I think this like kind of brings us to another um, stage in our lives, like where do you have a player in mind that you'll never be able to look at another player and top that player? Meaning like like Dempsey, for example, he's the most badass United States player in my mind. I don't think anyone can top his like swag or flair, dude. In my mind, seems like you forgot about Frankie Hayduk, you fucking fool. Oh, rough. Oh, Don't wow. hit me where it hurts, brother. <laughs> but is, is like, swag and talent, like, are we saying, like, they just can't top, like, your Dempsey perception? Was, like Dempsey was awesome for the United States team, and he also got me fired up because you could tell he had a ton of, like, passion. Like, Gattuso would be a good example for, like, Milan or in Italy. The guy was fucking a maniac. Wasn't exactly the best but when you saw him play like those guys leave a mark on like you know i I won't forget them at any time are we limiting this this just to soccer or can it it be any any soccer i feel like soccer you can show a lot i'm gonna say recent arsenal like my arsenal watching history is a lot of sellout ish type players like searching for bigger glory so i never like got and arsenal's the main soccer team i follow so i it's hard to say i'd have that player on a different team gattuso would be a good example because i really did like him for the old milan teams but um like arsenal just had a bunch of players that wanted to go somewhere else the whole time i've been their fan so it's been really hard the the one player and he even left too for me. And part of it was because he was always in trouble and not fit was Wilshire for Arsenal. Mm, yeah. Cause he just, every time like he had a great game, it just got me amped up. Yeah. Like, cause when he came up, he was so young. Right. And it's like, man, he's going to, he's the one that's going to get Arsenal the title again. Like he's, and- yeah, and for the longest time, when you thought of Arsenal, you thought of Wilshire, and vice versa. Like, I mean, I feel like that player and that team, they went hand in hand. Um, he's not an Arsenal player, but somebody that also kind of gets me pumped up, and I think about him for this team, even though he's probably by far one of the less talented players on the team, is Jordan Henderson for Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. Um, Although... 
That's a good example. Did, I don't care for him or Liverpool, the, but yeah. he did win Player of the Year for the Prem. Yeah, I was gonna this say year? he's he's pretty beast. Yeah, and I, I know, beast. but he's the he's the type of player that when you have a Mane and a Sala and a Virgil Van Dyke on your team, like he's gonna get overlooked. I think by most people, but those are the type of players because he works for your team. Though I bet he puts in more work than either one of them. Oh, maybe not in the most. He definitely does. He, I mean, he's like the midfield engine. He just runs and runs and runs and runs and runs, and wins balls, starts plays. Like I love him. I love him as a player. Yeah, those are definitely my favorite types of players, which is kind of. I guess not a popular opinion, but like that's that's definitely my favorite type of player. Like I'm a Roma fan, so uh, Raja Nyglin was the last player that I truly loved on the Roma team. He left like two, two, three years ago, and I haven't really been. I don't really love a player like I used to, like when I was younger. Dude, how, how depressing is that? I was just thinking about that because for me in this conversation, it's got to be Frank Lampard. And I was just thinking back to those early teams of like Lampard, Terry, Drogba, Cassian, Don't say Balak. Anelka. Don't say no, Anelka. No, this is pre-Anelka, a couple years pre-Anelka. <laughs> but like when we were first getting into it, dude, like I don't think I'll ever yeah. like be that intense about something again. Yeah. Like when Toddy retired, like that that hurt me. Like I still love Roma. I watch our games, but I don't watch any sport or definitely Roma with the same passion. It's kind of sad. Now, now I'm going to cry. And also, you know what? I was telling Nick last week, and I wasn't going to bring it up because it's going to make me sound like a shitty Roma fan, but I almost feel like they try to sweep this under the rug, at least in international news. I'm sure the Italians knew it right away. I thought fucking Florenzi, if you guys, I'm not even sure if any of you guys know him, but I thought he was injured they fucking loaned him out to valencia and i didn't know and i think i I can blame COVID 19 and everything else because i I just didn't know i found out recently and he was you know like rome's ever since toddy they're big on you know toddy the rossi and then florenzi he was the next captain he was a roma born player went through the ranks everyone loves him and they fucking loaned him out did you even watch him beat juve no, I did. I did. I watched a lot of that game. And um, I was also going to finish this whole segment with how that's Roma in a nutshell. The past decade, they can show how good they are, beat the best teams when it doesn't matter. But when it does, they might as well be in last place. Being a Roma fan is like being a Cincinnati fan. It's fucking painful. That's kind of like Arsenal winning the FA Cup, but then coming in 10th in the Premier League. It's like yeah. you you beat Man City and Chelsea to win the FA Cup when they had some of their better rosters in, but then any time you play them in the Prem, you get smoked. I mean, if right. if there's something well, this quarantine has taught me in like most sports, having a break and realizing like, oh, this is kind of nice, not feeling like shit all the time, it's that sports are ninety percent pain. Like I was so amped up on Friday, yeah. I'm like, I got a Rangers game to watch, I got the FA Cup. Rangers get fucking slammed. Pulisic gets injured. 
Chelsea loses the FA Cup. I'm just depressed. Reds lost. It was just like miserable. I was so miserable going in. And then Sunday, I think the Reds won a double header. So I'm happy for a little bit. And the Blue Jackets won. So I'm pretty stoked on Sunday. Then Monday comes, Rangers get slammed, Reds lose. Like it's just like brief periods of happiness that punctuate a long strand of just heartbreak and pain. You're, ab- you're absolutely right, Sam. But you know what doesn't let you down? Dick pics. Oh, yeah. Dick pics. Show me your dick pics. Sam, you didn't pre-send us the matchups I didn't, this week. because we're doing a little <laughs> bit different. We're doing... So we're doing a blind dick picks, boys. Guess who? Hey. Guess, oh. guess who didn't see the matchups last week and still won? Suck right. it, Nick. Wow. Can you guys chitty chat for a second? I gotta pee. <laughs> uh, it's not like I was doing analytical research. Analytical. I mean, let's be, let's be fair. Analytical. If people were betting on the dick picks last week, they'd both be losers, or they'd all be losers based off both your picks. Um, I don't even remember. I think you both went two and three. Yeah, my picks. Yeah, but that's just because of this bullshit at spread. So this week, we're not doing the spread. We're going to do straight ups. Because I think up. all these matchups are pretty pretty legit, pretty even. They're all kind of hard-hitting matchups. Did you look at spreads? No. Which is why we're not doing spreads, because I was too lazy to look them up. <laughs> I know, but, about. but Sam, the spreads were so on for last week that it was well dude i was trying to look up spreads for certain games from last week and just trying to remember players that i picked and i'm like did i have the one and a half or was i giving one (laughs) just trying to figure shit out and then finally i was just like i don't give a fuck they're gonna either tell me i'm the vote of the week or i'm not and we told you you ain't dude and i wasn't Let's yeah. go to an open. After baby. that, after the Blue Jackets lost three to nothing, I know you were kind of sad that they lost, but you were kind of like, "Well, I'm not the boner of the week, so yes, win." <laughs> win. <laughs> if they would have lost three to one, I would have been super upset. That would have been now awesome. Now that you got two boners, you? you can dock yourself. <laughs> oh, ten and ten, baby. You're right. <laughs> I can do a lot of things. We'll let you do that while you're watching Clash of Clans. <laughs> it's not Clash of Clans. There actually is a game called Clash of Clans, but it's too old and nobody oh, plays it anymore. We'll let you do that while you Clash the Titans. Clash Legit, Roy- that's what I Clash thought you were Royale. talking about. Though, Clash of the Clans. It, it's the sequel to Clash of Clans. What a- it is. Don't act like it's different then. It whenever is clans, whenever clans style you clash game. in your own bedroom is 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 on you. Just move on to boners did, of the week. Before boners of the week, though, I gotta know, Nick, did your GF hear that you were stud of the week? You get any points for that being stud of the week? No, I don't oh. think so. Yeah, come on, man. Sam, I, I, I was my own stud of the week. That oh, you can count. be a self-proclaimed stud of the week. <laughs> Yeah. Are we doing the set of the week this this, this week yeah, we'll, real we'll, fast before yeah. dick picks? Yeah, let's you knock that out of the way. Yeah. First? All right. Yeah, set of the week. Uh, Nick, what's your set of the week? My set of the week is Jeremy Hill because he got 
signed and cut within two days. Oh, fuck, did he? <laughs> that bums me out. I was happy yeah. he got signed. I love Jeremy Hill. What a champion. And then there's a bunch of tweets saying how he fumbled his uh, chance away. That's, Go. That's Oh, Eric is your stud of the week. Bengals, Bengals fans will never forget. No. All right, uh, I was there. My stud of the week is George Kittle, tight end for the San Francisco 49ers. He posted on Twitter, "If you ever doubted my love of gaming and Halo, you won't do so now. I've got the I've got Master Chief with me always, on his right forearm." He got a huge Master Chief tattoo of him holding the uh, assault rifle. There's no way I can top shit like that, Eric. Yeah, it God was a pretty it. badass tattoo. Although he should have been holding a BR. That's awesome. I agree. I actually was going to make that joke, but you know what? If you While get holding a Chief B- tattooed B- on your BR. forearm, it's okay. I mean, they saw rifle. Did you say he should be holding a beer, Richard? Yeah. While making that post. It is Master Chief. Yeah, why Dude, not? Dude, this November can't come close fast enough. Close to fast enough. Close close to fast enough. Yeah, I hear you. All right, Rick, who's your uh, stud of the week? God, like, whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mine'll be more. And I'm just still Fuck. sticking Cincinnati nubs. And I'm Make like, I, I, I don't know. Stop. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck nubs. Taking us down in fantasy or fantasy in golf this week. Um, How old is nubs? He's, he's our age. 32. Oh, all right. Never mind. Um, mine's Nick Castellanos for being everything that we fucking signed him for. Dude's been a stud for the Reds. Um, obviously his three runs that he produces every week, as we talked about, um, or every day, uh, isn't getting us over the hump, but my stud of the week is sticking with the reds too. And I'm going to go for somebody who hasn't had maybe the, the best week, but is definitely an all around stud. And that's Joey Vado. Um, I'm, I'm making Vado my stud of the week because he did the stand up thing. On Sunday, even after we saw Moustakis kind of have to sit out due to self-reporting COVID symptoms and how that hurt the team, Vado still did the right thing, self-reported COVID symptoms, turns out negative, comes back on Monday, jacks a bomb to win the game and gave a great post-game press conference. So Joey Votto, all around Joey Wasn't that dude, awesome? he's my stud of the week. Votto's a champ. I love Votto. He's better than Babe Ruth. Guaranteed. Votto loves docking too. We queue, so we queuing up uh, uh, dick pics? Yeah, dude. Sam Eric, said. Eric, cue the music. Sam said get amped. Get amped. Say it normal. Just say get amped. Get amped. Tell me your dick pics. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Why can't I say cue the music? What a cocksucker. No, no, I'm leaving that in there too. It's gonna, it's gonna go cue the music, and Sam's gonna say get amped. Dum, 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 dum. I know. All right, boys. Wow. So we get, we got a blind dick pic this week. 
five games. These are all going to be straight ups. Blind so you're just picking the winner. Blind dates. And we're mixing it up this week. We got four sports represented in dick pics. So game one, it's Friday night. It was a tasty matchup in baseball, in my opinion. We've got the Rays going up against the Yankees. Tanaka is pitching for the Yankees, and Blake Snell is pitching for the Rays. Rick, who you got? I talked about in a recent episode about how if it was Yankees versus Marlins, I would pick the Marlins every time because fuck the Yankees, and Sam's the only Yankees fans in this uh, in this podcast. Yeah. Yes, he is. Um, <laughs> but um. Uh, I, I, I just don't know how you can pick against the Yankees right now. They're eight and two right now. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with the Yankees because uh, I need to yank these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, who you got? Are you yanking them nuts? Um, Nick, I'm picking the Yankees too. Cause Snell talked too much shit in the off season to actually make me pick him in anything. I agree with you, Nick. As much as I like Blake Snow, the, the shit he did in the offseason, I wasn't a fan of. I still think he's going to get rocked, though, because the Yankees lineup is... Dude, give me the Rays all day, baby. You both are wrong on this one. Yeah, same here. Rays all day. You ain't, y'all ain't in dick pics. I know. I'm just saying. You're, you're going to be made a fool. <laughs> all right. Our next game is on Saturday. It's a little Champions League powerhouse matchup. Man City versus Real Madrid. Rick, who you got? Hmm. Okay. Um. Wait, did you say Saturday? And why does Rick get to pick first this time? I was going to say, let Nick pick because I just want to be the opposite of him on this one. I, All was right. just trying to, I was literally just trying to pick the opposite of what I think. And I was Nick wrong. I think here. it's Friday, not Saturday. Is it still on that trash ass Turner bullshit? Probably. God damn it. Why did that happen? It, it's yeah. a nightmare. I've watched almost no Champions League the past three years because of it. Yeah, you'll can catch we, Man can City we... versus Real Madrid right after impractical fucking jokers. Dude. Just make that pick, you hillbilly. Okay, I'm going to pick uh, Real Madrid. I'll take the opposite. Let's go. All right, so Richard, you got Man City. It actually yes, looks like uh, it's on CBS Sports Network. So maybe it's what? not on Turner. That's anymore. even worse. Yeah, it might be on CBS Sports. I don't even know if I have that. I at least had Turner. CBS Sports. All right, our next two dick picks come from the NHL because the NHL tournament's been baller. I'm kind of pissed we didn't talk more about it, but maybe next week. Um, we got a play-in game against two, I think, pretty exciting teams. Vegas versus Colorado. Rick, you get the first pick on this one. I I, I do like Vegas a lot, but we talked about it in the last episode about how my team is... My second team is Colorado, so I'm sticking with the Avs. All right, Nick, who you got? I'm going with the I'm going with the Avs too because expansion teams are meant to suffer, and the Knights never suffered. 
I mean, they lost the Stanley Cup. That's a little bit of suffering. That's not suffering. I mean, it's true. Their their story is pretty wild. They've just been steadily out of the gates. It kind of shows how stupid NHL GMs are, but we'll talk about that another time. Um, our next game is going to be a battle up north. So the Flames lead the Jets 2-1. to one. They play on Thursday. Uh, if the Flames win, they move on. Nick, who you got? I'm picking the Flames because Patrick Lane let me down in fantasy. Yeah, they've they've been kind of a letdown this year. The Jets, they've kind of struggled a little bit, and the Flames got Johnny Hockey. Rick, who you got? Um, I I'm gonna be honest. I don't know a ton about either of these teams, but uh, just just gonna go with the opposite here, just to <laughs> spice things up. Let's go with the Winnipeg Jets here. Hell yeah! So th- I think the Flames are the better team, but the Jets have probably the best goalie in the NHL. So. Uh, I I think it's a pretty good pretty good toss up here. All right, now this is our fifth matchup. If you remember, the boner of the week gets to pick last in this situation. Now normally this would be Nick, you're the uh, this you. is Nick. So Nick's the boner. <laughs> Again. He, he's got to pick second. Normally he'd have to take the other side of the bet, but we got a little bit of a, a different type of competition. So. PGA Championship is this weekend. Yeah, first major. How we're going to do it is Rick is going to pick a golfer and then Nick is going to pick a golfer and who's ever golfer performs the best this weekend wins the dick pick. So they don't need to win the tournament. They just need to do better than the other guy. So. Wow. And I can't pick can't the same pick golfer. The same golfer. That makes sense. There's there's two golfers that came came to mind. So um, Brooks Kepka has won this the past two years. Uh, he's won the PGA Championship back to back times. He was the first one that came to mind. And then there's the number one golfer in the world who is Roy McIlroy. <laughs> now he's up there. That's Roy, Rory McIlroy. Um, I, I have a feeling I know who Nick is going to pick, um, but I'm going to go with the number one golfer in the world, and I'm going to take Justin Thomas. And I know Nick hates him, and I hate who he's about to pick. I'm picking Brooks Kepka, but... Oh, I thought you were going to take Rom. And I hate him, too. Kepka, not Rom. I love Rom. Yeah, that's because the most, most picks that um, you make, everyone else hates. Richard, are you telling me I need to change my fantasy golf lineup because you have Justin Thomas and Brooks Kepka in yours? No, I took Justin Thomas earlier in the year, but I did pick Kepka, baby. Okay, well, I have Dude, both of them in mind. We're both out of fantasy golf. Get over it. Not if we get first and second in the majors and Joe starts fucking up, but... Do you, do you have any idea how many people get paid? Because literally 85 people put $60 into this league. So, Holy shit. No, the payouts are top 10. Like, it's just a lot of money to top 10. Sure. And they're not doing payouts extra for the majors this year. Yeah. 
Because there's only three of them instead of four, because they're not traveling across to. I mean, there's still technically the over half our season left, so we could make a comeback. Yeah, but we both suck at everything. So, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> but I know what I'm not. I know what I don't suck at, and that's being boner of the week. Congratulations oh. on that again, back to back weeks. Hey, well, at least this week we don't need a tiebreaker because we have three different picks. So there's no possible way we bum, can have a tie. Bum, bum. I'm excited. That means I'm going to win all five. At least I'll win two then. Dude, I feel Nick. I, I feel Nick's got to come back going. I feel. I feel like I feel like Nick's got to come back with his uh, clan wars. Yeah, I do play clan wars. That's a thing. Clash of Titans. Clash Richard, of Titans. Richard, end it with a Clash of Titans thing. I don't know what to say right now. <laughs> Neither do I. I had something and I lost it. If you're gonna be playing Clash of Titans, then you're probably gonna be Boner of the Week. Say something like that. Gotta be something no, it's about gotta, it's gotta have to do with jades, man. Yeah, dude. Tweens. The only other people watching people play video game are tweens. Richard, Richard, excuse Sam. He can't think of anything else except Shut jades. The fuck up, dude. <laughs> All right, yeah. are you ready? Sam's for this? infected. We know. I'm ready. If Danny Diesel's watching Clash of Clans, <laughs> probably got jades. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. What the- that was solid. solid. <laughs>